yo, what's good? I'm Phil to Love People. Should God can listen because I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and sell it all in love. I am the Freedom Coach and you are listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Woo! Y'all know this is Black History Month. Um, if you listen to the beginning of the show, I'm sure you heard the national anthem, the black national anthem, should we be specific. And like, you know, I like to come on here and give all uh, some black facts, some black things that goes on. Do you know, without a black person... You wouldn't have a light, a light pulse. Yeah, you really wouldn't have a light bulb, but we won't talk about that. We'll let Edison keep his little thing. We won't talk about, never mind. But there would not be traffic lights. So you'll probably be in accidents and all kind of stuff, right? Living a day without black people, Google it. You'll see all the stuff that we did and how great we are. But the one thing I want to tell people that's listening to here, you know here on Unfiltered Love Radio who we are. Let me explain it. Because if you've never listened, I never want to take it for granted that you've listened to the station before. We're here to make you lit. To lift, inspire, and transform. So that way you can be free and live your mega life. Yes, you hear me say that all the time. But what is it to be lit? It's taking the tools and the strategies and the the, the, oomph, the know-how, whatever it is, to get to where you got to go. It's being able to listen. It's being able to comprehend. Today, the thing I want to talk to you about is being able to never stop introducing yourself and being able to start again. Being able to not introduce to introduce yourself and not start again. And yeah, I stuttered, so y'all know what it is. I'm gonna keep it just like that. But you should always introduce yourself. One thing I've learned from Jay-Z and Beyonce and Lil Wayne, who I think those three have the biggest work ethic I've ever seen, is that they always introduce themselves, even though they're world-renowned, even though they're international superstars. Because you never take for granted that somebody don't know who you are, right? And so you always want to tell people who you are, even if they've heard about you, they don't know you. And I can thank my friend Greg. We went through a whole knowing process. Hopefully one day we're going to get Greg on the show. Great author, great community activist, uh, doing good work in LA. Uh, so Greg, look, that's your shout out, bro. Shut up. So as we go on through life, we we go through these things of how do we introduce ourselves? Who are we? How do we say we are? And once we figure all of that out, Never stop introducing yourself because that's how you continue to live on purpose. That's how you continue to live with purpose. And that's how you become the purpose that you're supposed to be. I told y'all this year, I'm really big on people becoming purpose and not just living on purpose and not just doing things purposely. Literally become who you're supposed to be. Once you manifest who you're supposed to be, you have no other choice but to be that. So any other box that people try to put you in, any other category or label people try to put on you, they absolutely can't put on you because you literally are who you are. So y'all know I can't do this without doing affirmation. Say I am who I am and I want all that's for me. I am who I am and I want all that's for me. I am who I am, and I want that's all for me. You listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. We got a whole Black History Month program for you. I got a special guest in the studio. Stay tuned. Yo, 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 this is Unfiltered Love Radio. You know what you're listening to. to love people should God can listen because I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and settle it all in love we are back we are back we are back look you know I like to bring people on the show who have some kind of creativity that do some kind of genre that's politically sound that's medically advised that's educated within their own knowledge of knowing themselves um the person I'm bringing on today is kind of crazy 
they probably don't remember the first time I met them. I mean, we talked about it before the set, but in meeting people, sometimes you feel a certain vibration, a certain energy, and you feel like you should connect with the person, even if the person doesn't connect with you initially, right? So, if, but but you as the person who understands where people are, and you may be at a different level, it's, it's almost your job to be like a tesseract and throw them like into the next dimension and when you meet them, when you see them. And so, finally... I got a special guest here for y'all. I think y'all going to enjoy him. I think if you've never met him and you don't know who he is, and most of my audience, you probably won't. I want you guys to look at this guy's character. Character makes a big, a bigger difference than your actual art, right? In your artistry. And sometimes people haven't even discovered their own character. But this person, they're learning it. They're getting it. They're, and when they develop that full character of who they are, it's going to be great. So, special <laughs> guest. Who are you, bro? My name is Cypher Leander. Cypher stands for Change Your Future for Achievement. And Leander means legend in Spanish. Cypher Leander, I appreciate you for not giving me your damn Instagram. (laughs) People come here and they plug themselves before I be like, I'm going to tell you when to plug yourself. It ain't the time right now. I'm going to just answer whatever you ask. Thank you. I appreciate that because people come here, like the last guest I had, y'all know who it is, and just tell me what they going to do, how they going to do it. So, Cypher. It's good. Bro, it's been a long time coming. Yes, sir. So, we kind of talked before this. We are kind of talking. So, tell the people what you do and who you are. Let's get a foundation of who you are. And not who you are in a surface matter. Okay. Who you are at the most integral core value for you. Okay. I am definitely an entertainer. That's... That's, that's, that's surface. That's... <laughs> That surface. I don't want. So this is see people. See y'all know people come on my show and they think they gonna answer the question like they want to answer. I'm that shit lover. ain't gonna fly. I'm a lover. Oh, yeah. you're a lover. Yeah. See, this is that's core value, right? <laughs> that's how, I, how, how did how did love become your core value? Um. All right. So I was I was a lonely kid. So I was. I, so I was, you're the only child. I was the only child adopted. So I wasn't really like feeling that people were really grasping to who I was and showing the love that I needed. So I felt as if I had a bigger heart. You know what I'm saying? I'm a skinny dude with a big heart. I had to fill other people's uh, holes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I could listen to anybody. I could talk to anybody. And I feel like I could share that. I didn't need that much attention. I'm the type of guy where I soaked up being alone so much that I, it's okay to be alone. But I can still give somebody some love and attention. So that's the thing. Um, you've learned how not to be selfish because you felt like if I'm selfish... Nobody's gonna love me that way. Yeah. Or so that's interesting because I work with a lot of adopted kids. That's what True. I do with my current job. I work in foster care. Yeah. And with adopted kids. Bro. And I've never so, met my real parents. So and, that, and so that's one of the things that when you when you've been adopted, you understand that somebody that loves you that didn't have to love you. Yeah. So exactly. is that a part of where you get that sort of love from? Yes, exactly. Like it's kind of confusing sometimes because you um I don't my the people that adopted me I don't really know how they tie in with my real parents uh-huh. but they're family in a way so like me being raised with them it's kind of way that any adopted child would think you're not my real you're not my real mom and dad uh, right so why are you judging me for anything you know what I'm saying because it not, we don't have the same DNA mm-hmm. so me raising me uh, my parents raising me in a different household and military structure. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, I want to live my life 
a certain way. But in order for me to survive, so you want to live against the rules and against the grain, right? Talk right. about a certain way. You just don't want to do what the hell you're supposed to do right. because they asked you to do it. Go ahead. Right. So I was being, you know, young teenager, want to live my life and be lit and do exactly what I see on TV. Not left inspired and transformed. Not my lit. He wants to do his own way. That means drink, smoking, and have sex with whoever he wanted to have sex with. I see a Drake video. I want to be in the Drake video too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to live that lifestyle, but. I also had to come to a conclusion to who am I because it's going to have to be like that one day. Um, so in my parents' household, they're teaching me structures. And it's crazy, bro. They kicked me out, right? This is when I really found out who I was. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. All right. So parents kicked me out for two years, bro. And I'm talking killer man. He's, he was there with me. With transgenders. I didn't even know nothing about him, bro. And I went down that road. Mm-hmm. Like, this is some deep shit. Like, I, I'm at the point in my life where I'm comfortable talking about. Wait, 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 wait. And we're about to come back to this. Unfilter <laughs> Love Radio. Because I got to find out what's going on. Unfilter <laughs> Love Radio. <laughs> Yo, we're back on Unfilter Love Radio. So, look, before we left, we were talking about transgenders. We had to kind of talk about it off the air a little bit. Because I wanted to know, you know, where this story was going. But, uh. I'm gonna let Cypher tell y'all. So we talking, uh-huh. and you just saying that as a kid you were sheltered and you were you didn't know a whole lot of things, right. and so in not knowing things you were able to experience life in a way different way than most people, right? Right. So um, you know a lot of artists, bro. I'm gonna just put this out there. Like a lot of artists, they have a lot of stories, and right now it's all about gangs and hood people just making in their stories, talking about how they sold this and this and that. My story's a little bit different, bro. Like, no cap. Like, I went through a lot of genders. I went through a lot of shit. Not men, but transgenders was a thing that came into my life because my parents didn't teach me that. You know what I'm saying? They didn't teach me. What you mean they didn't teach you that? They didn't didn't even teach me about... You know how you see the image, bro? Like, it's about um, a guy and a guy, right? You see that, that's wrong. But my parents didn't teach me that how a man could... Cut it like you know, look like a woman. Look like a woman, you know. But is that something? And can actually portray that. But that's the thing. You say your parents and teach you that. I don't think any of our parents teach us that, right? I don't think that that's that's not something we don't really talk, especially in the black community. Yeah. You know, we don't. It's so it's a few things we don't talk about. You know, mental health, money, blah blah blah. But we'll talk about those a different day. But we don't talk about gender identity. Right. In the black community, gender identity has been such a hidden a hidden place that we so don't even address like, we don't even address our uncles who are gay. Right. We don't address our aunties who have girlfriends. We don't address the people that's on the DL. We don't we just don't address gender and gender identities and sexual orientation because unfortunately a lot of people in the past days were touched. Right. They were they were molested, they felt some kind of way. Or they were they grew up in an extra religious home, and they might not even know that that was religious. And they picked up this ideology, but they were told all of that's bad. Right. And so, and then society as a whole tells you that's bad. So if home is telling you it's bad. Society telling you it's bad. Everybody, it's just bad. <laughs> bad. You just don't do it. So I don't. When you say your parents didn't teach you, you know, don't I, I feel you? But they re, it really wasn't their job to teach you because yeah. our parents don't. I don't think they think that far advanced that they're raising. Adults, right? And it's the thing I always tell. I always, I, every parent in class, and I've said it on this podcast before, is that we train up a child in the way that they should go, so that they be responsible adults. Right. We're raising children to be adults. We're not raising children to be children. Right. But yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, man. So, <laughs> my man, I have to just throw that in there. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I wasn't really... So, I didn't know what was, what was going on. So, at the end of the day, the um, the image that this guy was portraying was like, oh, it's light skin with tattoos. Yeah. Wearing Jordans and shit, you know what I'm saying? First time meeting, meeting him. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the car. It's crazy how I'm saying him, but... You know but what I'm saying? It, at the it, time, it was really in her. Yeah, at the time, it was right. a girl, bro. Like, so I was in the car. I was in my Volkswagen. I'm fly as a bitch. I'm talking to her on Instagram and shit like that. And we chilling in the car, and it was a good vibe. And at that time... And I want to say something very powerful right now, bro, because that was a time in my in my life where I was really... Um, it was a hatred towards females. Because... Mm. Because... it was it's After a, this event happened... Um, or prior to this was this so the story that I'm telling is before like this is the time where I'm meeting this this transgender this guy girl so during right. that time period uh-huh. is the time where I'm like I'm sick of females bro because every uh-huh. every female is doing me dirty and so now I'm meeting something new and it's fucking but with you me. had not you didn't know I did at first I didn't know so when you found out it was it started messing with you when I found out you know it's crazy bro and I and it's cool for me to admit that I don't even give a fuck. It's it's the it was the principle of the fact that you always want somebody to, in your life to care and, and love you for who right. you are. Exactly. At that time, I felt like that was the person. That was the person. Bro. So, but that's but that's my thing. So, what? And this is I think what I have with society as a whole, and us teaching what norms are, yeah. and not being able to teach share cultures, right? Because whether I agree or disagree or feel anything about it. There's 422 species that practice homosexuality. Exactly. And when you go to other countries, and I've had the privilege to be on four continents, thank God. Bro, I, and so they need, they need when you go sex with animals. Well, and when you go to other <laughs> countries, sex is so different. Women are for procreation, men are for fun, right? Yeah. And in the Middle East, that's a big thing. Men love it Thursdays. Let me tell you, if you ain't been to the Middle East, be careful. Because <laughs> you'll learn things in Dubai that you just didn't know. Yeah. You'll learn things in Kuwait that you just didn't know. You'll learn things in Africa that you just didn't know. You'll learn things in Asia, trust me, that right. you just didn't know. And being able to be open to that and being able to accept it for somebody else's norm yeah. is way yeah. different. Yeah, and then being able to say, okay, you know, maybe this is okay, maybe it's not. And that's my thing. I think we've we focus so much on telling people how to do things right. that... We forget that they need to experience a experience, certain amount of life. You and cannot, you can't ever. That's why I don't ever judge nobody for nothing. Right, because once we, they experience a part of life, yeah. if they like it, they like it. Right. If they don't, they don't. But I don't need it. I don't think any of us should judge what people judge, like exactly. or what people that's, know. That's the problem. So we're not able to sit in the in the seat of the scornful and be able to condemn people. Right. And I think that's real big. That's why when um so there was there used to be a whole like a lot of people like asking me like when I was out because it was it was her just like. So it ended bad, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Obviously, because I was just like, look. It ended bad because it, of your insecurities? It, it, no, it ended bad because I started figuring out, all right, so it was just the fact that it wasn't it wasn't a loyal relationship because I started figuring out things while she was going out at night, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, I don't want this, but at wow. the same time, at the same time, you know what's crazy? I was thinking in the back of my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be So a, what was your reaction when you found I, out? I was th- But this is what I was thinking. I'm, I'm already a music artist. Mm-hmm. And so if I post if I post things on social media as if that it's just a transgender, I'm stepping outside of my box for you. For you. So you doing shit like this, it has to stop. So, but that's my thing. What was that initial reaction when you realized this is not a woman? My realization... Or a natural woman, should I say. 
I was thinking it as that moment of time, like I said, it was females doing me dirty. So you, I'm felt, you felt like, well, right, this, is, I felt like, this is good for me this right is, now. This is something new. I want to test it out. So, it, you, so you just went along with it. You didn't I just even, went along with it, You didn't bro. even have an attitude. Like, you didn't like have a reaction. Like so, It's a human being at the end of the day. You can't judge anybody for what because mm-hmm. it, they're human at the end of the day. Right. But at the end of the day, you have to find out if this is meant for you. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it, it wasn't, and I figured out that that's a huge, at the end of the day, for any man, a real, any real man to be trying to date a transgender, that's a huge step, that's a huge step, so if if that construction doesn't work, but see, that's your you opinion have to step of it, right? back. That's your opinion of it. That's because, my opinion. Right. <laughs> and, and, I, and I say that because a lot of times we forget to look at life as a whole. Right. And we talked about this a little earlier, you and I, we were talking about how life is really short, but there's a whole expansion of life, Right. So, at, in one breath, you say that that's a human. Right. And in one breath, you're like, if a real man... So, those are two <laughs> contradictory voices. Right. Right? And so, we have to clarify, because the one thing I, I really do promote is self-identity, self-love, right. and self... Because no matter what you feel, who you are, who, you're, who you love, how you love things, what you enjoy... At the end of the day, do you love yourself? Right. At the end of the day, when you look yourself in the mirror, no matter what the outside voices say... How do you feel? See, I probably and, I didn't even love. I probably and, and I, I look back and I look because, at. I probably didn't even love myself. Because like the this, thing bro. is, that person if they made you happy, and I mean, so my initial thought, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say before, if they made you happy, they should make you happy. You should right. be comfortable with it, right? But my initial thought is, if that happens to me, I've talked about this so much. Yeah, I'm mad, and I'm not just mad. I'm furious because you took away my option to choose. Yeah. I don't like nobody taking away my options. Like you be straightforward, you come forth. It's crazy because he didn't even tell me. I but had, see, but that, I had to meet him in person. But that's my thing. That that takes away my options, yeah. and I don't like that nigga. That will like yeah. send me over the top. Like I don't like people thinking for me. I have a brain, and it's, so it I can think. Crazy so if you tell put me, me in a position where I now I know you for right. this long, and now I like you. You're putting me in a position where I'm on the spot and I ha- I don't want to say And no. I got to make a choice. Yeah. But I- see, that's why it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Because they, like, nobody should ever put nobody in that position. If, just like when you came on my podcast, it was a mutual agreement, a mutual time where we were going to, now this nigga was late. But anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. And it took me like a month. But we ain't talking about that either. But, but the thing is, you had a choice and I had a choice. Yeah. And when and you are consistent, but when yeah, I am. <laughs> when we, and when we, but when we take those choices away from each other, yeah. one person is always going to lose. Yeah, you're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> yo, 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 Unfiltered Love people, we're back in Chicago. Listen, because you know I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and sell it all in love. So we talked to Cipher, Cipher Linda. Um, so you said you're an artist and you do hip hop. Yeah. What? What? When you say hip hop, because there's a difference between hip hop and rap. Okay. Do you do hip hop or you do rap? So rap is storytelling, and hip hop is all about uh, mixing it with the music. So I do a mixture of fifty fifty. Some days I'm feeling lyrical, I got story to tell, so I do rap. But then sometimes I'm all about being lit and hype on the beat. Don't care about what I'm saying, so that's hip hop. That's not hip hop. That's you, you, you got those so backwards. I, no, but I, I get what you're saying. Hip hop. Hip hop has been changed though. Hip hop is the story. Hip hop is the narrative. Hip hop is a culture. It's a vibe. I can't let you mess up. So hip-hop. rap is not the rap is not the storyteller. No, rap is not a storyteller. Rap is I can I can mumble all my ass off. Rap rap is all about 
Rap is all of so hip hop is a culture. Hip hop is rap's granddaddy. All right, teach the new people. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, you know, I'm a millennial, but these other millennials, they be little little millennials. They don't be knowing shit. So, hip hop is the culture of a vibe of the African people, and I love this. I love that I even get to tell this because when you think hip hop, you know, you may not be thinking revolution, and you may not be thinking change and progress and come on, right? But hip hop was the first genre to break all the musical rules. It took all of the Baroquean stuff from the, you know, third century when you hear Bach and, and Johann Sebastian Bach and you hear like Truskowski and Beethoven. It took all of that, what they would do with ornamentation and added it to a voice. And so what happens is you have all these great classical artists. Then we go to the jazz era and then we go to blues and we get to rock and roll, all created by black people, of course. <laughs> and so when we come out of the hungry African, when we come out of the hungry European area and we start uh, merging to like the Western, you know, civilizations, you start getting these jazz vibes, and you, these jazz things. So then you'll get somebody like a Curtis Mayfield who will come say something or get a Curtis Blow to go <laughs> a hip hop, a hippie to the hippie to the hip hop pop. You don't stop the rock to the game bang boogie from up up the boogie from the rhythm of the boogie and me. Now what you heard, now I can just keep going because that's one of my favorite things, but it's being able to go to a beat yeah. and a syncopation to be poetic, but at the same time say something that's either comical or tells about the culture. If you know anything about that song, he literally goes through every part of his day. He, you know, he goes, have you ever been over to a friend's house to eat and the food just wasn't no good? <laughs> and so he talks about that because everybody's been at that moment. Yeah. See, and that's that folks tell, that's that shared history that black people have. Yeah. So that's where hip hop becomes our culture. It becomes our way of living. Whereas rap, you just can basically file, write a beat. If you can write a beat, you're, you're rapping. Or if you're blue facing, you can't write a beat. You just say, I'm dumb as shit. That's why um, everybody's that saying, can too. That's why everybody's just saying that all these new artists that you know, saying like the the little Tekka, the the little Uzi verse that they're rapping. Right, they're rapping. They're not. They're writing a beat. They're they're doing they're doing a rhythmic flow. They're not telling anything about the culture. They're not telling anything about the that's history. Not that's rap. That's rap. Feel you. Right. So you know, I, I that's why I like when people you know like Killer Man since you mentioned him, who's supposed to be on here. We've had several podcasts together on his. Station. He's supposed to come here for an interview. Yeah, nigga, I'm putting you on blast. So when you hear this one, you know. Yeah. Are <laughs> oh, you wild, bro? Chill out. <laughs> Kill you wild, bro. Get the car out of here. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, that's the thing. We have to. We have to keep hip hop alive. We have to keep the culture alive. We have to keep those Jay Z's, those Lecrae's, those you know, Curtis Bull, J Cole, Slick Rick. We have to keep those people alive. Kendrick Lamar, um, and it's so funny because I'm not a J Cole fan. That's crazy, right? But if you go in my office just about every day, uh-huh. you're gonna hear J Cole. <laughs> so J Cole is great office music to me, right? right? I've been to four J Cole concerts or three, three or four, and I've been bored every time it's his turn. Because what I don't like, I don't like the storytelling. Right. I like knowing that the story is being told. Okay. But I don't personally, I don't. That's not entertaining for me. Okay. A little Uzi Vert is gonna be entertaining for me. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's a Post Malone is gonna be entertaining for me. Now, a person who can do both is Ludacris. Another person who can do both is definitely Eminem. We all right. know Eminem. Yeah. Um, Kendrick. 
Oh, of course. Man. He's course. a performer. Well, but, but Kendrick was a poet first. Yeah, he was. And, he's a poet. You know, we, you know what's crazy? We used to perform at the same poetry place you know, back in the day. Music now. I love it. Bro, when I first talked about, when I first seen uh, Kendrick Lamar was this uh, video. He was, he had uh, braids. Mm-hmm. He, I forgot what it was called, but um, he was, he was rapping. I think it was called K-Dot. And I was like, damn, he was dope. It was MTV Jams. No, it was not MTV Jams. It was, uh, yeah, it was MTV, MTV Jams, mm-hmm. right? And I was watching it. I was like, all right, he's dope. He got a little flow. About five, six years later, this dude comes on here and just start rapping with uh, swimming pools. And I was like, that's the same dude. Yeah. Now imagine how <laughs> we do. I used to look up. We used to do poetry in the same place yeah. around the same time. Now and, and everybody would say how good he was. Like, oh, K Dot's coming. Kafu Kenny. Well, I'm like, yeah, whatever, bro. And bro was just always good, and I was always intrigued by him. Mm-hmm. So to think now. That yo, yeah, I, yeah, I used yeah. to have that experience in that moment. That's and, crazy. And bro. that he is definitely That's an inspiring, inspiring moment, bro. Well, and he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. Yeah, like he's one of the he has a laureate that like nobody else you know in hip hop has. What what is he at? A Pulitzer Prize. What's, what's That's for literature. Dang. Yep. So he has a literature like this. It's the it's the it's, the, it's the, uh, the biggest honor anybody can get. He is a powerful lyricist, bro. Yeah, he is, and he got it for damn. Because the way Dan was, um, the way Dan was written and how it went, yes, crazy, right? But that tells you how how your um, the way you write can get you other things. Well, it's not it's not even just how you write; it's how you articulate yourself. Right. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like, it's not your parents' responsibility right. to teach you how life is supposed to work for you. Right. It's their responsibility to give you a structure and be able it's to up say to, me to learn myself. Right. Or up to you to discover, hey, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this right. is what this is what I want, this is what I don't want. And and being able to be okay with that. It's crazy, bro, because I don't know about anybody else, but for me, life is such a an emotional uh bubble in my world where you you come into this world where so many things come at you and you the whole time you're thinking that your family was gonna protect you until a point where you unexpectedly sometimes some of us uh, get kicked out and we are out here figuring out every single thing. By but ourselves. but see the thing is the thing of why those kick out moments happen and that kind of stuff happen is because you allowed your ego and your pride to overtake your real journey. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times if if you if we just shut the hell up and yes the book is coming the art of shutting the hell up. Um, <laughs> if you if you're actually shutting up and you're listening and you're actually paying attention to what's being said they're not saying anything that's wrong but for people like us who have emotions and feelings the problem is not what they're saying and the problem is not what they've even done or how they've said it the problem is that we already know what we're supposed to do and we didn't do it and now somebody else is reminding us of what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to do it and that shit hurts you're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio we'll be right back Be free, be free on Unfiltered Love Radio. So, Cypher, Cypher, Cypher. Man, we've been having a good conversation <laughs> on and off. Uh, so, 
what what do you have coming up? What do you what do you do? I saw you were on a radio station the other day. Yeah. Um, they played your song, and you weren't even you supposed were on to be the radio on. station. Too. I, was, I, was, I was, I was, I was. Go check out my single, Great Guy. You know what I mean? Streaming on all platforms. Don't put me all up here. What you do? you were on the radio station, and yeah. people was really rocking to your song. And the guy even said, "Man, you're ready." Yeah. So, what's the next step of you being ready? Because I feel like you've been ready for a while. I feel like you're slowly filling in the voice that's making you uncomfortable in so your comfortable crazy, places. Because when um, I started doing, you know, I want to tell you something too. But I, I started off doing gospel music before I started doing any other genre. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that I, I dab into something else that actually touched my heart even more. Okay. Um, everybody does that, just like gospel touched you even more. Um, but well, I don't know. I'm I, so, and that's the thing. I I know people put me in a category. Yeah. But the music I make and I write in all these journals right. um, is authentic music. Okay. And so I never want to be. So when people say, "What kind of artist are you?" I always go under hip hop. Okay. Because hip hop for me, once again, is the culture, but it's the most authentic I can be. You're because right. I don't want to be. Uh, my life is almost like my playlist. One minute you'll hear Panic at the Disco. You don't want to be stuck in one. Right. Place. The next right. minute you'll hear Luther Vandross. Right. The next minute you'll hear some DMX. Right. The next <laughs> minute you'll hear some Megan Thee Stallion and you you tell somebody to f that b do this. Feelings for every. But day, the next bro. minute. In the next 20 minutes, you might hear Kurt Franklin, Yolanda Adams, Mahalia Jackson. Right. And then you may hear Frank Sinatra. You may hear Kenny Chesney. I'm a fiend for rock. So you never know. <laughs> I'm not a big I've never been a big rock fan. Punk rock. I don't know why. It I like I like I like punk like and Paramore. But I'm a country. Like See, Paramore is punk rock. Yeah, that like emergency. I was okay, so you that. like punk rock too? Yeah. Okay, I love punk rock. Yeah. Panic at the Disco. Yeah. I was Evanescence. into Guitar Hero all the time. Yeah. But so that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, but as you go on through life, like we're saying with people, we start understanding that the things that they put on us, right. the uh, the ideals, the norms, they were all structured to teach you to be a part of this thing we call a society. Right. And you can create your own, but you can't go so far out the box right. that you don't become successful. Right. They try to stop that and and blind blind the vision. But at the end of the day, you got to keep going forward. Consistency, which is I told you before that I realized about you, consistency is the only way to block any firewalls, bro, in your life. Like, I realized that in my whole entire life. Like, me being consistent has made me happy. You know right. what I'm saying? I might exactly. not got everything that I want, but at least I'm getting... Where I started, and now I'm looking back at where I started, now I'm like, all right, damn, this is all I had to do? <laughs> but see, but that's the thing. Like, and I think I, I, we were talking about this earlier. When you're in battle, and but you know you're going to win, and you know you're going to come out victorious on the other side, right. but victory don't feel like victory in battle. Exactly. Until, no. you, until you look back, and hindsight is 2020, right. you look back and you go, well, damn. You have to look back I, sometimes. I, not only did I conquer this, I also built all of this. Right. Because you build and, and that you comes off appreciation. Right. And then, like I told you, you know, everything I do is with gratitude. And I right. think I usually get more stuff and more things accomplished because gratitude is that that foundation, that core foundational part of me. Right. So that's so, the that's the core of happiness. When you appreciate, that's the core of the happiness to continue going. So you've been doing this you since you was a kid. This is what you dreamed of doing. This is what you wanted to do. Yeah. It took you some time to kind of step out and actually do it. Right. What do you tell eight year old you? Man. Um. I would tell my eight year old self to first first be yourself. Um. 
the problem with me was trying to figure out who I wanted to present myself to be. As not who you wanted to be, but who you my, wanted people to see to you see as. you as exactly. So I want y'all to catch that. Yeah, because a lot of people put <laughs> that facade up and and they don't even recognize it. So exactly. for you recognizing it, that's real good. Exactly. That was the first thing that I actually thought about as an eight year old. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. but telling my eight year old self. Um, yeah, be uh, be yourself uh, because that that's the image that people are going to grasp on for the rest of your life. Because people will always remember you as their first. I always tell myself first presentation, last impression. Got that from my dad. You know, he's in the military. He probably teach you that too. Mm-hmm. First impression, last impression. Whatever. This is our first time chilling like this. So whatever you about to soak in, whatever. So, but that's the thing. So I have. Um in the Navy, we talk about the coffee stain, and this was my subject that I talked about a lot of times. Uh-huh. There's a few things that happens in life with a coffee stain. If you have a coffee stain, it's, they're really hard to get out. Right. So the imaging that you put in somebody's mind is really hard to get out, but that does exactly. not mean it's impossible to get out. Exactly. And so that's the thing. Um, uh, when we look at people's lives as a whole, Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that's really pissing off the black community right now is this whole Kobe Bryant and Gail King thing and Oprah. And I have a big issue with it. Being a black male who's made mistakes in life. And then if you're only looking at my mistakes, what about all the good that I've done? Right. And so those things really get it in. Catch my podcast in about three weeks because I'm going to talk about that. Because, man, you know, it's so many black men out here dealing with their mistakes. And I'm still a mistake. And everybody's bringing on my mistake. Right. Like, you know, like Chris Brown, everybody brings up the mistake, but they don't talk about how many platinum albums he had. Right. He's the number one artist right now. And so when people Nobody don't, when people don't want to talk about those things, those things really, they really convolute the conversation, but they also convolute our identities. Exactly. That's, that's what holding grudge does to, to people, bro. And they keep that. It's not just only in, in social media. Social media and TV has, has made it to where... They visualized it to keep it in your brain for the rest of your life. Well, and we're so we're as millennials, we're very oversharing. Yeah, and I hate that. Like, I, bro, I hate that nothing's private. <laughs> like, I remember being a little kid, and me and my cousins. We talked about cousins earlier. Yeah, but me and my cousins, we have these secrets. We have these secrets to this day that we're the only ones that know, and that's how it should always be forever, right? Yeah. And so, or you have your best friend, you like. Psh, 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 and you get yeah. in trouble, like, don't tell secrets, it's against me. But, but some of those things were so good. And you know what? Thinking about it, most of the stuff is really dumb that we have secrets right. about. But at the same time, it's our connection, right? right? And so when you talk about us chilling, us vibing and all that, and then but there's a certain part of it that everybody doesn't get to see. Right. But in our oversharing society, it's all over Instagram. Right. It's all over Snapchat. Right. Everybody's talking about where they are, who they were with, what they did. And if you didn't take a picture of it, it didn't happen. Right. <laughs> but whereas in the real moment, the right. real moment is that vibration. Right. It's like, what was the vibration at the time? <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah, so so that's good. You listen to Unfiltered Love Radio. We're going to wrap it up when we come back. Unfiltered Love people, she got Calistas because I listen from heaven to earth to me to you and sell it all in love. You're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. Stay tuned. <laughs> Yo, we back up to my people. So yeah, we talking. So this the positive. When I what I like to do is the positive aspects of people's lives. Yes, we all have a negative. We all have something that we're going through, that we've been through, that we went through. 
But you did so much more good than that. Yeah. You really are this great, unique, amazing person. And so, you know, I like I like just being able to to have that dialogue of what it is to what it is to tell you how great you are. So, and when I'm just thinking about this, I'm thinking about you. I think the moment that you decide to take the mask fully off and you decide to go out there and do exactly what you're going to do, mm-hmm. you're going to literally blow up overnight. That's crazy. So, because even your music is sometimes, I listen to a lot of your music, you might not know. And, <laughs> and even sometimes in your music, there are things I know you, I feel like you want to say that you just didn't go all the way in. Because it's crazy because you were just thinking, didn't say that shit. <laughs> I, but I just think, I just hear that in your music sometimes. I hear sometimes I'm like, I feel like bro wanted to say a little, something a little deeper. But because <laughs> of the audience that you've kind of yeah. found and because of the imaging you want to put out, like you said, you tend to kind of hold back. Yeah, because it's it's I'm in a learning stage, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm 24. I'm still young. So, so stop, foot, stop that. Uh-huh. Stop that. Uh-huh. Because you're literally in the same position I'm in. Mm-hmm. And you're literally where J. Cole speaks about. You're big bro and little bro at all at the same time. Because exactly. if you go to a middle school, you're old. Yeah. Trust me. When I go to middle school, you're so old, Mr. Cal. And I'm like... I say I'm young. Huh? I say I'm young simply because at any age limit, I can communicate with any age. But that's fine. But at the same time, I need you not to say you're young because that's, <laughs> I'm telling you because young is going to keep you in a box. Okay. Young is not going to let you open your full potential of who you're supposed to be. Yeah. Young is not going to be your purpose. Yeah. Or your wisdom level. I so you're saying you're young. You're also telling yourself, I'm not quite ready to be where I say I want to be. You're giving okay. yourself. And you're giving yourself an excuse yeah. to try. Yeah, I feel so. Stop that. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes I gotta give people their word, right? I mean, we gotta we gotta teach. That's I how we do. grow. Each one teach one. Um. So, what's next? So what's next for me is just me and a lot of celebrities this year. Like I said, that was the different step that I haven't been doing. I haven't been meeting these people in person. I've been more likely. What I've really been doing is communicating with them on social media consistently. To the point where, okay, they're like, okay, this guy must must want to meet us on, in, in person. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's up with this dude. So, like I was saying before, I'm trying to link up with Mark E. Bossy, whatever. You know, I'm going to step outside a different genre of people, different race of people and network. It's not all about trap and hip-hop all the time. So, that's good. Because, you know, one of my favorite artists, Nelly, I think he was that that big uh, gap for our generation. Like P. Diddy was for other generations and like Garth Brooks and... You know, Jason Aldean, they'll go with other genres. Right. Um, so, what would you want your legacy to be when it's all said and done? We will remember Cypher for what? You would have to remember me for always being that guy to inspire and uplift um your own future and your hopes and dreams. So, and that's my thing. I asked you that question mm-hmm. because if you were to leave out the studio today mm-hmm. and was to perish, will that be the message that people be left with? From the podcast? Or just in your life as a whole. And see, and that's the thing. It's, it's, that's people, why I don't want you to if say I, If I die, if I die today, I feel like for the people though, the message that I want to give off, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But for people, I feel like people would say he was a nice, generous, generous, um, generous person. Like he never had negative vibes. He was always so that. Person. But that's my thing. Yeah. For the legacy that you want to live, mm-hmm. you need to be living it every day. All right. Gotcha. You. You're listening to Unfiltered Love Radio. <laughs> oh. Unfiltered Love Radio.
Yo, 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 what's good up, Filter Love people? Man, we had a great conversation with Cypher. Make sure y'all go find follow him. Hey, bro, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at C-Y-F-F-A-L-E-Y-E-N-D-A, official. Cypher stands for Change Your Future for Achievement. Leander means legend in Spanish again. You can follow me on Instagram at C-Y-F-F-A-L-E-Y-E-N-D-A, official. Thank you all. There y'all go. Go follow this man. And you know what? I appreciate you for not uh, plugging yourself when I didn't ask you not to plug yourself. <laughs> I wish you teach the rest of these Negroes that, that come in here. It ain't just the Negroes. It's the other ones, too. <laughs> and everybody come in here and do what the hell they wanted to. Like, this ain't my damn radio station. Remember, this is Unfiltered Love Radio. So, my mouth, if you're used to me being all nice and just like this, sometimes that don't work on the station, right? Yeah. But what I do want to talk about uh, as our closing moment is... Never forget who you are and always become who you want to be. This is the year of all that. So say I'm all that. I want all of that. I'm going to have all of that. I am all that. I want all that. I'm going to have all of that. When you start speaking your life into existence, it will manifest into what you want it to be. Until next time, be free and live your mega life.